plus the pets of Pixie's Quiet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome to the Art Lust Podcast, an arts and culture podcast. I Is guess. that our tagline? I don't I know. We need you all to write in and give us a tagline. We need or, one by the end of the season. Oh, or we leave it as that? And we just are the arts and culture podcast. Oh, we are. We the, are. The, the one. We are. I'm Seema. <laughs> I'm Sophie. And every week we first talk about something a little bit more serious or mm-hmm. researched. Mm-hmm. And then in the after part, we talk about something TikTok-y and to make sure that feelings-y feelings-y <laughs> and to make sure that each of these are on time we have our producer yes hi everyone i'm savita producing for artless uh-huh. i'm so uh-huh. excited this is so like our episodes are going to be maybe a little bit more regular in length believe it or not <laughs> We're going to try. And so the first part of this is the, um, so later on, we're going to talk about the Australian mug drama, (laughs) which um, we have both an Australian and somebody who has worked in ceramics, done a lot of ceramics and taught a lot of ceramics. So that's where we come from. But first, I think we should talk about um, the commercial production of art. And I'd like Mm. to start actually, Sophie, with your sweater oh see how again, long did your sweater running, take running into the issue here that this is not a visual format but for anyone who follows me on tiktok i finished my cockatoo vest and i started it in august last year uh and i finished it like two days yesterday two days ago but to be fair knitting is something i pick up and put down whenever it's not like like how many hours though, would you say it took um, for a vest, I want to say probably like close to like eighty or a hundred hours or something. Like especially because it was a new technique to me, I had to guess a lot of the like binding off math as well. So I don't know. Like I actually have never timed how long it takes me to make something because I think I'd just cry. <laughs> so you would, if let's just say you're getting paid ten dollars an hour. I would never. That vest is a thousand dollars. Yeah, no, I would. See, this is why people are like, oh my God, you should monetize that skill. I'm like, I would make nothing on what, like how long this takes me. This is why knitting machines were invented. Like this is not something I do because I think it's going to bring me any kind of like monetization and I would never monetize on it because it's like, it's an excruciatingly it's hobby, long right? process. And, I, yeah. and people aren't going to pay me more for knitting than they are for my photo sessions. So. Well, and this is where I think people don't quite understand. I think we've what no. we've done is we have made material so cheap. And, yes. Uh, and like things and like I, I'm, I drink, I have a million of these Ikea mugs, which were like 99 cents, right? Mm-hmm. And this is slip cast. Uh-huh. which is the process we'll talk about later. But slip casting is something in the West that came in around the 1790s. And it was there because, you know, there's all this this desire for fancy China. Um, and we have, you know, as as one of the things I think that people forget is that mechanization was in some ways empowering because more and more people yeah. could have things and more and more people could do jobs Same that with didn't the require episode we've just had yes right? right like it's the ability 
Like, not all industrialization is bad. It's industrialization right. that oppresses people and takes their money. <laughs> right. Like, bad. think about, and I think about, like, knitting. Machine mm. knitting allowed a lot of people to make patterns. Yeah. And, but then not have to literally, like, yeah. And so I think that. Not um, literally, like, build your own piece of fabric. Right. <laughs> stitch and, by and, stitch. And have to do it this, do it each time. Right, yeah. it allowed you to have consistency from one thing to the other. Mm -hmm. And so slip casting and casting in general is that you have a mold that you can use over and over. Mm. And so if you had a mold to make that sweater, you could make the first one. I know we don't mold, uh, we don't mold textiles, but let's just pretend. But it's like having a pattern, right? Like someone's yeah. made the pattern for yes, you. Yes, yes. Facilitated, like but it's the even framework. Yeah, yeah. But like I am not the kind of knitter who makes up my own patterns. Yeah, I have. I know people who do that. I know people who do the extra labor of creating the like quote unquote mold or the relief right. that like it comes from, right? Which is maybe in this context, you know, like an Excel spreadsheet that exists somewhere or like written yeah. out instruction. Yeah. But I would argue that like a pattern mm -hmm. for knitting makes somewhat faster, but casting yeah. makes it even faster, right? Like That's some true. techniques That's true. really change the, the scale of production for, mm. for um, and I think that like, so a pattern for knitting is like basically having um, uh, templates to cut yeah, for that's or a like better, those that's templates a analogy. I need to, have a good one. the templates to cut for ceramics. Mm -hmm. But then knitting machines are what basically slip casting is, and you yeah. can you, and so and I think that slip casting is a ceramic process, and it is just as hard as um, building on a wheel. It's a different kind of hard. I think people believe yeah. that some kinds of techniques are way harder than others. Just go and watch like general, one season of The Great Pottery Throwdown. You will yeah. learn that it is not that easy. Like no. everything takes skill. Everything takes. I think like, that they even don't tracing takes that. skill. Fuck sake! Right. I'm a, a hill I will die on. About. <laughs> I'm a terrible tracer. I'm very good at. I'm a good draftsman, but I'm a terrible tracer. Yeah. Um, but slip casting is freaking hard. I would yeah. much rather wheel build than slip cast. Frankly, the amount um, of variables that you have to keep um, track of is wild. That's like kind of similar to what I do in the dark room, right? Like I'm constantly yeah. tracking maybe liquid. six to twelve variables at any given time. Yeah, humidity, liquid, yeah. Yeah. Uh, temperature, um, consistency. Yep. You also can only make a few because the mold has to dry out, mm -hmm. right? Because it's like wet to wet sticks. There's a lot of um, elements of that. And I think that, so so let's say slip casting is one of the commercial processes that has changed production. Mm -hmm. I would say also, you know, like digital printing. Oh my God, just the digital camera in general. Yeah, like, how much that sped shift. up photography. <gasps> it's and kind of like being of the generation that like I had my like little K-zone, like tiny Polaroid mm -hmm. camera and I grew up on 35 mils. And then like, mm -hmm. you know, from the time that I was maybe like 13, 14 years old to maybe 20 years old, she saw that like extraordinary mm -hmm. shift. And now mm -hmm. we're moving even further, right? Like all cameras are moving to be mirrorless. DSLRs are about to become a fucking commodity. Like yeah. don't sell your DSLR. Yeah. It's going to be worth a lot in like five, 10 years. So No, that's true. So what we're, we're talking about is it's like, what's a mirrorless camera? Uh, so, God, come on. God. Okay. So, 
So light go like passes through glass, right? And yeah. then in like a traditional camera set up in a DSLR, it kind of like bounces through like maybe two or three angles up towards the sensor. Mm-hmm. Um, that's as, that's as much as I'm going to go into detail. Let's that's not right. get me talking that's about right. optics. But like I think so if you think about cameras being like 1839, 38, by 1888 you had roll film. Yep. Um, by the 20th century. Yeah, you had roll film was revolutionary. Well, because also it meant that you could send, like the labor of the darkroom was no longer your burden. It was something that you could outsource as well. So like there's no hauling around equipment. There's no having to pre-prepare glass plates. Like glass plates also became like commercially available before, but like roll film changed everything. It also gave people the autonomy to not have to process on demand as well. That's right. And then by the 20th century, people, um, by the early 20th century, people had brownies, which Mm -hmm. were like small pocket cameras, basically. And then uh, there were boxes. Not a sweet treat. That's right. Not at small. That's right. Um, and though it would be an interesting thing to know when brownies came about, but that's a different thing, different topic for the day. And then by the middle of the 20th century, you have basically every household could have a camera on yeah. some level. It wasn't right? a because status symbol anymore. That's right. That's yeah. right. So, but I think that like you think about that, the, 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 the trajectory of cameras and people having photography is mass media. Mm. is so much faster than ceramics, oh. right? Like, because, yeah. I mean, you know, wheels, we've had wheels for millennia. And so it's from, like, we, millenn- I mean, you have millennia before slip casting, mm-hmm. right? And I, I, I bring it up because I think one of the things that we, I constantly notice when people talk about this idea of how much artwork is worth is that they want to make it about how easy it is to make it because it's it ties into something about them that perceive they perceive it's about talent and they shouldn't get to earn all that money for doing something that's just a hobby or fun (laughs) and what but these are the same people who are like but i love football (laughs) you know like come on I think that, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yes, like they they have no problem with spending millions of dollars on the talent of one hockey player, football yeah, seriously. player, whatever player. Seriously. Yes. I mean, I think that's part of it. But I also actually think it's that they are so divorced from production. And yes. so what they yes. produce is a snapshot on their phone. Yeah. And they don't even think of that as production. They certainly have never slip casted. There was a million people last week or two weeks ago when the, this drama happened mm. who were somehow experts in slip casting, who are repeatedly <laughs> saying, like, I could make that a Suddenly everyone's a fucking pottery expert. Right. Yeah. I was like, you know, there's just no way. There was no, no way. And they were like, well, if she didn't make the mold, um, you know. Because like, she, are we, are we transitioning now? Because um, she, like, made her platform because she found most of her molds on Gumtree. Who is she? Uh, Shelby, I believe is her yeah. name. Yeah. I don't um, know where they are in Australia. I think Sydney. Uh. Um, but so I remember seeing her like m- like two years ago maybe. Yeah, um, she got a lot of – she has two million followers. Yeah, and she basically like bought a ton of slip casting things off of Gumtree, which is like a kind of – it's like Craigslist in Australia yeah. in the UK. Yeah. Uh, and she originally had a series that was like – yeah, unearthing what they all mystery were. molds. Yeah, mystery yeah. molds, and that's kind of like how she made her uh, platform, I guess. Um, and I suppose because also she was kind of showing like the relative accessibility of ceramics, which I think is why people 
liked her content because it was like, yeah, you know, she went from being someone who was interested in something to then like really kind of rapidly developing like a, a really good skill set just by making that yeah. series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't people, think people realize people how hard. Yeah, they're really mad. She did say she made this mold. I don't know that she did because she has like a million that she found. It doesn't, it's sort of immaterial, but people feel like she's cheating, right? So what happens is, so she either made this mold or did not make this mold, which is actually mm -hmm. independent. I assure you, every person who came to my video and said, well, she didn't make the mold. I was like, "Show me, tag me in your video where you just get a mold and you cast it. Go yeah. ahead, tag yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch you cast that because I have had hell trying to cast molds. It's hellish. Um, molds I didn't make. I They they were gifted to me in an old job. Um, and uh, How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> how dare I not make it? Since that's how molds work, right? Because you make a mold, like that's part of the thing I think people don't realize. Part of like people make just like knitting patterns and they make money off the pattern. You can make a mold and then you mass produce the mold. So oh my more God, go on Etsy and look at like all of the uh, paper clay molding things and like yeah. cake decorating molds and like there's yeah, huge business the in like silicon casting yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like for for resin molds and stuff. Anyway, yeah. so independent of if she made this mold or not, <laughs> she um, then made a mug that she sold for a hundred twenty Australian dollars, which is seventy nine with tax American dollars. And mm -hmm. so another creator who I feel is like apparently a lot of people have forgotten it. the exchange rate in this situation. Oh, I know. People are like, it's $120. And I'm I was like, like, it's 120 Australian dollars. A dollar um, is terrible, guys. Context. Well, not to mention also that, you know, it's so 79, which people in the US, potters in the US do charge. Yeah. You yeah. charge 79. That's 79 with tax. So 10% mm -hmm. tax at least. Um, but so. So then what happened was another creator whose name is Soph um, bought it and and didn't an and I will say influencer apparently she's an influencer and I will say from my read of it Soph didn't say who made the mug it was obvious because no. the person person I watched, is I watched well it she was watched. like it's really cute I just didn't realize it was 125 bucks but I bought it anyway yeah and she um, like and then she like went into the experience and then I think the drama really got incited because Shelby got really defensive in her reply. Yeah, she did like- I mean, she was What real... you shouldn't do as a yeah. small business. Yeah. And I think that's she actually really... one of the things I want to talk about most here is like- Yeah. Because, you know, we love feelings here, guys. Um, I think, because yeah, of course, like you're going to have a reaction to it, but if you're not named, keep your mouth shut. There's no, like, you don't need to defend yourself. And also like, if you have enough faith in your own work. That's right. Oh, don't worry about it. Don't That's worry right. about it. That's right. So and like, I, you, you still yeah. have 2 million followers. You're still going to keep making money off your content. You're still going to keep selling mugs. People still and love she, cute that's strawberry That's the other shit. thing, right? She's probably like, doing so, better now, right? Well, I don't know. I think she probably did ding her business with her bad mm. with her bad attitude. And I think should she we, had, a, I would say she had a bad attitude. detail to the people kind of what happened? Do you want to tell us Yeah. So then, so she goes on to say, so this woman, Soph, says, okay, well, I didn't know. And then she also said, why would you want, a, it looks like a, it's a two-handled mug. Why would you want this? Because kids would drop it and break it. Because it's, they thought that this was a, like a kid's mug. Because it's then, quite small. <laughs> It is very small. And um, then Shelby Not realizing gets on. that that's like for disability access and. Right. Yeah. And and so Shelby gets on and says it's disability access. And then 
and then a million and a half women um, who love Soph. Always women. I know. Who love Soph really attacked Shelby for her response. And they decided to attack it because they all became experts in slip casting and she didn't even make it. I could have made it for this and blah, 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 blah. And I think that, um, and then it became like, art isn't worth that. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I, you know, like I did a video, which we can put in the show notes, where I detailed how she probably made about $5 US because I, tra- I mm. translated to US mm. on that mug. If you think of her overhead, small business, you know, blah, blah, blah. She's given how much production you can do with slip casting in a day. Yeah. With the idea, actually, that she had two of those molds and then having to cup, you know, studio fees, blah, blah, blah. So, I don't think what she, I actually, I mean, I do have to say, like, I don't think she took, she took the right, the high road. I mean, we all have been there, right? I think she actually totally. reminded me of that baker person. Yeah. <laughs> like, I baker. can't remember who that baker, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. the baker, where, like, I think that what it actually was is she was responding to years of people being like, you're not worth it. Totally. Right? There was like such an extreme amount of like hurt in her body yeah. language and how she yeah. was holding and like how she was presenting in that. Yeah. And there's a yeah. reason why she felt like ashamed enough to delete it, right? Yeah. Um, but like, like you can I, never I really delete feel... anything on the internet. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Especially not when you have a, a large platform, right? And like, well, and in Australia, you have a large platform with very few people. Like, it's like part of the problem was also she was in Australia where you can like, you know, like where like there's just fewer people. So guys, it's, it's so small. Undiluted. Like everyone, yeah. like the community, like the artist so communities picked are up so... by the time Americans woke up. It had picked up so hard. And then mm. the people who love them who are American just went like nuts. Yeah. And I, I think that my summary actually is it is independent of how much it was it would cost her how much people mm. should pay. So I think like a lot of people said they wouldn't pay it because they didn't understand subcasting. They don't understand arts production. Which so is it's not for you. Like, pay. so don't pay it and move on. Just move on. Exactly. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. pay it. Did, like, you see, I, did you see the video of that person who was like, I think we should stop telling small business owners that they can charge whatever they want. Blah, blah, no, blah. I uh, um, it was like one of the first things that came up when I searched this drama and it was just someone being like, this shit's getting out of control, like, just because it's handmade, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, there's such a, it's such an interesting thing to kind of see this, like, big pendulum swing the other way yeah. of, like, it's too much, guys. Like, we but get can, it, you they made can, it. right? Like, this is, if you want to be in, in if you want to be in capitalism, or we, if, even if you don't want to, that's where we live, right? Yeah. And so the market determines how much she can charge. Exactly. exactly. If she does not make 120, she will mark it down. Also, like, I think what's, also really important to think about is that you when you run a business and you have multiple items some of which are more expensive to produce than others you're also going to be producing like supplementary kind of income off of smaller items to fund your larger items that's how business works well that's and then somebody said in my comments well i run a business and i was like what do you run and she's a restaurant like i was like okay so then you should understand yeah. Right, like your economic model is yeah. based on turning tables. Yeah. So you see your rest should, uh, if you're good at business, you see your restaurant <laughs> is a hundred seats that turn over six times, let's just say, in a mm, day. Mm. So that's 600 people. Mm-hmm. Her single item has to make that same amount, right? Like if you cut up all the days that you're working and your yep. cause, like it is, a, it is very simple. Mm. Right, the math of business is actually pretty simple. You have to figure out what your cost of goods sold is, yep. what your 
what and that should include all your overhead all of it which includes then, like guys do you know how much investing in a fucking kiln in australia costs right and, and everything has one to be that shipped you can in use an island independently yeah at, like it's and just, then and then you're and you are like and your utilities cost more you're on a freaking island Oh, in the Pacific, me. believe right? Me. Like everything costs. Oh, some more people money. know that. Some people don't know that. Yeah, I'm saying that, but um, I'm helping everyone out. But like, if go you go back think to about the white it, Australian national identity episode, it's oh great. yeah, we have a good one. And so, like, but if you think about it, your cost of goods sold should have all of your things. So let's say her cost and in hers, actually, the cost of goods sold was something like fifty five or sixty dollars, mm, 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 mm. um, or maybe it was more because she's because she has. We had to get to seventy. It must have been sixty five. Um, because and of clay is more expensive in Australia too. Yeah, yeah, like, that's why everything's was, more it, expensive. That's right. Well, and it's expensive here though, right? Yeah. Like, and I looked at another artist that I really I follow who makes and um uh who always has drops on mugs, and mm. I always think I'm gonna buy Joe one of their mugs, and I've never gotten in on the drop. I'm not like on Instagram while people are getting these alerts, and so I've never gotten one. And there's some. You should set a you should set a notification. I don't need to. I mean, I don't like. I'm not. Don't like, love him died. that much. <laughs> I don't love them that much. I don't love them. Um, but like, but that's Sorry, the point, Charlie. right? Like, I'm not gonna. Sp- I, I would not spend seventy dollars on a mug for somebody, an artist that I don't that I don't know. If yeah. I was gonna do it, it'd be like a friend of mine. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. But that's my choice, right? Like, and I think that's where I think that the people about small business, if she can earn a hundred and twenty dollars, she's gonna charge a hundred twenty dollars. Seriously, which but is why I would like, be stunned if, I if she's keep bumping people. my prices. I'm gonna keep bumping my fucking prices. Like, what are you, what right. are you all like? Do you live in a fantasy land where you don't have bills and you don't want to live comfortably? Just like, I don't. It's look. There's a whole. There's so many layers to people's like misunderstanding. There's so many layers to people's bias around like what's going on as well. Like it's well, and I think that the bias is against the arts. I think, like to me, um, so people the problem are siding is, with this like more conventionally attractive like blonde girl in this situation. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that, I, but I don't. I in this situation, I think they're siding with the feelings. The, yeah. it, it is. I mean, I would guess that's. I mean, I would say that Soph is also more conditioned. Uh, like attractiveness influences feelings. Oh yeah, I mean, I would say that, but in this case, I think she had the she took the high road, right? Yeah. Like she wasn't like yeah, being yeah, a yeah. Drunk. I no, will say no, that no. like. She wasn't being a jerk, and I think she was sort of shocked by the backlash by Shelby, right? Because it was and like Shelby's... an eight-minute-long video, right? Oh, it was crazy. It was, it was she was crazy. just, like, talking about all her random shopping shit uh, that she just, like, brought up the mug. It was like, oh, yeah. it was, like, more expensive than I thought. It's still super cute. Don't know what I'm going to do with it. And, like, then, yeah, Shelby's response was, like, intense. But so I think you're right. It is, like, a reflection of a lifetime. How people of... feel about art. Yes, right. Absolutely. Oh, so her response was definitely a lifetime, I think. But I think that the Sof's response was that she has, I mean, like you could get that from anthropology and mm. you think you've spent a lot of money and you're spending $30, mm. right? But anthropology's scale is different, right? And I think this is where people yeah. don't understand. If you're buying art, it is scaled by that human being. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to, don't. But you are buying art. It looks like the mug, and you that mug actually, uh, short of the two handles, you could find it like a million places for yeah. way cheaper. But buy yeah. a different price point then. Just yeah. buy a different one. And I think that's where it's because people, like my Ikea mug is actually made the same as that mug mm. in the production of it. What happened is then it was commercial, so it's a commercial slip casting, so a machine did it, and then it was commercially glazed. 
Everything that that woman did was hand done for the same thing. And the problem is people cannot tell the difference and they don't. So they just assume she's gouged you because I just bought this for 99 cents and you're paying, you're charging me $120. And so like they can't make that leap. Also, what I think is interesting is that no one in this situation has been like, why is something accessible expensive? Like, why is, you Oh, know, I've heard, actually, I've heard You that. have? Because I haven't seen that. that. I haven't seen that. I've had because... a lot, of, I've heard, a, I've read a I, I saw a lot of videos like that. And I mm, would say okay, good. that, like, I myself would not, I don't, I think that, the, I do think that, I mean, Accessible people who are disabled also could buy a hundred twenty dollar mug, right? Like it's not like and have art and support her and blah blah blah. So I don't no, know like that I, I see that I as like a... the, why people would have a criticism of like yes, why aren't there's a lot of people accessible products like the less expensive ones and uh, why aren't they being subsidized by? But also like I don't think people understand that idea of like your items subsidizing other ones. Like that's <laughs> you actually have to be like operating a business to understand that I think, or at least right. want to understand. And that's that's it. People don't want to understand. I think that's what drives me nuts. No, I agree. I, I think that, I guess my summary about this whole thing and the reason I wanted to start with like commercial production mm. is everything that we own is like that um, is produced by a person. Yeah. Okay. And so then like if you have something that's commercially produced, there is still a person there, right? My IKEA mug, there was somebody in that factory. Mm -hmm. There was somebody who designed it. There was somebody. And so when we think about that, what we've done over since industrialization is yes, fewer people, fewer man hours on any single item. Mm. And so and we've made it so that people don't remember that there are humans who are making our clothes that are doing yeah. our things and so um and so we want um we want to forget those people and we want to have the best deal and so to me what happened in this drama is that people decided people had to reckon with and what happens every time an artist is is touted as spending is is uh, accused of gouging people mm. it's because we pretend there are no humans making all of our stuff. Yeah. And you know, like, so we're willing, like, and, and this is where I think it's really interesting because we're willing to pay a higher fee for something that says Louis Vuitton, even though it's made in the same way oftentimes. Yeah, really. Cube, right? Yeah, and so there's yeah. this like belief that that's okay, but the thing that is made by an artist that you know is not okay. I find it, yeah, it's really strange. Something about scale. And then I think one of the best things that I would love to put in the show notes of this week, remember how I told you last time we were talking about this kind of topic? There's a documentary or footage out there of men dismantling shipping container ships by hand. Like it's, I'll have to find it. But essentially like, you know, the giant, giant ships yeah. that take you know those huge huge number of containers across the fucking planet yeah they yeah. do they do reach their limit in terms of when yeah. you know they're going to start expiring and there's this absolutely bonkers footage of these men wow just suspended off of like little ropes off of the side of these oh giant containers just like shredding them apart just like with you know a torch and like mm. Uh, like unbinding these like huge metal containers essentially on a beach. <laughs> wow. Like n there is nothing that is not 
like ha- it doesn't there's nothing that doesn't have like human hands involved you know no nothing and i think that's where listen like all you all of these girls i mean i think a lot of women sided with soph because mm. of her attractiveness like there was a lot of armchair ceramicists i really who, think that plays into it a lot yeah. i think like yeah. more so than i think people may realize because people people will give attractiveness like a fucking free pass in like almost any context and i think they were siding with her because there is that like um that that sort of familiarity with the TikToker that you follow and you want to like and so mm-hmm. that you can also get like a, a claim from them or them like you. Or, I think there's like a weird popularity cult. Um, yeah. And I do think like it's like a there is a sort of entitlement, right, that you own these people. I mean, I do think like one of the things that some people who turned on Shelby was that they followed her and she seemed like kind of like a chummy, happy person and they couldn't handle her negative emotions. Totally. Well, it's against I, her brand, right? Right, right. And I think that that is definitely part of it. Mm. Um, but I think a bigger part, because it's not just this drama, right? It happens every about six months and somebody goes, why is that artist? Oh, sorry. Um, it happens about every six months that, that somebody's like, why did that artist charge that money? Yeah. But I very rarely hear this about Lux products. Mm. Um, you know, like, That's, I yeah. don't think Lux, I don't hear people saying, why is... Why are you paying Chanel? $500 for a Gucci right. mug? Right. That's the right. same process. Like, right. So, like, why are we okay with that? Like, you're not, like, on TikTok complaining about it. Yeah. Right? Like, maybe there are. I mean, maybe not that we've seen. Lux. <laughs> yeah. But it isn't, um, it isn't a pickup of drama. And I think the parasocial is part of why it picks up so much when it's the artist, that it's Mm. this, like, you fooled me kind of thing. I thought you were a nice person. This is one of the things that kind of drives me nuts. And I suppose this happens in the art world too, right, is that there's this public perception that people have of creators that is who people kind of need them to be, want them Uh to be. Uh And then when you don't fit the mold of their imagination, people get angry. And, like, I don't need to, you know, explain this to two women of colour. Like, you know that. Like, because it's what happens when you don't fit the imagination of people who want you to behave a certain way. Like, it's <laughs> it activates, like, a deep anger in people uh, that has to do with their egos, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, I was it's just saying if she's posted you. recently. She's continued to post and she's still continuing to get views. Yeah, well, good. I hope she. I hope her business doesn't like totally flop because of all of this. I think it'll be interesting if she comes out with any kind of content where she's like, "Yeah, I kind of went about it the wrong way." Eh? <laughs> I don't think that those like really work though. The apology to the apology video. I know. I think it's just better just to do nothing. Take a take a cue from Lizzo's book, I guess. Just keep pushing. <laughs> yep. That's right. Um, that's right. So the, I think the summary for me about this whole incident is to just remember there are humans behind every production. Mm. Every single thing you have on the planet has a human behind it. And yeah, that's the actually scale also something that we I like to remember them, when I feel lonely. Everything around me was like touched by human hands. That's true. And that's influenced true. by and people. The, the scale that we pay people who make our stuff has decreased over time. Mm-hmm. And so when you pay Gucci $500, I assure you, the person who made it 
did not get paid. Getting fuck all. That's right. They're getting very Just little. like your Uber driver does not get your, like the money that you are paying. That goes to a company that does not pay taxes. <laughs> So, so, like, I think that that's where when you're like, well, I paid, blah, I'd only pay this at Target, that that's okay, but then you're not paying that person. Yeah. Right? And Target's you are also welcome money. to have a house filled with shit from Target. That's on you. If that's, that's your choice, like, right? That's your, like choice. your choice. Like, yeah. I, I just... We all make choices more, in yes. what we're spending our money on. Yes. Right? I just said I and have like more than one way to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like, I have Ikea mugs. I have Target mugs. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, we are all, like, we, it's, it is okay. Um, but I think when you're thinking about what you're going to spend your money on, it is useful to be knowledgeable about the costs that go into that business and where that money is going. Mm. So when you pay $120 Australian or $79 US <laughs> for a mug, more of that money is going to the person who made it yeah. than if you pay 99 cents for an Ikea mug. Yeah, totally. And that's a good thing. That's right. That's like, right. That's that's right. And especially if you're from that community, then she is spending more money in your community. Yeah. And also, like, you just can't have it both ways. You can't go, I want to end capitalism and then also be like, oh, these small businesses. Like, guys, I'm begging <laughs> you. Have some, right. like... That's true. Just find your find your middle ground and find your understanding. That's right. That's right. That's right. You can't you you actually can't have it both ways. Um, maybe you should develop a skill that's worth one hundred and twenty five dollars, and you can trade your fucking stuff. How about that? Just circumvent it all. Just do tradesies. Yeah, there you go. I do there that with my go. business. If people have something that they I think or they think they might I might be interested in, I'm always open yeah. to trades because it's a better way to a better a way to operate. Do. A yeah. lot of artists do. Yeah. A lot always. of artists do. Yeah, a lot of artists do. All right. Well, we only really have our time <laughs> to give away. That's right. So. That's right. That's very true. That's very true. Actually, everybody in many ways. That's true. <laughs> Pixie said it's time to go. Pixie. Pixie. They're allowed to walk on the street. <laughs> <laughs> she really hates people who exercise. Oh, Pixie. Pixie, stop it. We need to finish the show. It doesn't. I'm just, I'm just going to leave it in. The barking is too It was just too funny. So, plus, she's like a part of the, part of the fam. People she know is. she's around. She is. She's around. Pixie, what's going on, lady? What's going on, lady? All right. Well, so barter your art. You're blowing out the mic. Go back a bit. Oh, yeah. Well, um, better. Barter your art. Yeah. It sounds funny in my window. accent. Um. um she's gone to the other window to bark so she <laughs> might bark um uh god bless her um she did she, she was quiet for the whole episode i know she did really well i'm really proud of her not even the jingles her timing anyway. was actually like perfect <laughs> so barter your art that's a yes. good place to end yes um i am Seema. you can find me at artlust I'm Sophie. You can find me at Darkroom Varmint, V-A-R-M-I-N-T, or you can find me on Instagram at Sophie Chalk Studio. And Savita, do you want to tell us where where the people where the, show, well tell the people where they can find you? Fucking hell, I'm ready to rap. <laughs> um, sure. I can be found on Instagram at Savita Rama, or uh, my TikTok is currently my personal experimentation zone. So Fun. I'll that later <laughs> fair enough i mean you don't have to share if you don't want to but i you are a 
fundamental member of the team now, and so people are going to know who you are. I'm I'm happy to lead them <laughs> to Instagram. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for Thank hanging you. out with us for another week. We hope you enjoyed um, these thoughts because apparently the people want to hear them. Oh, also, do we want to talk about how we were like offered ceramics in this? Oh, Is yeah, that a good idea because that no. seems very topical. I didn't re- email them back. I forgot. I haven't emailed them back either, but I think I do have it open somewhere. Oh my god, the city is waking up. Madeline Smith. Madeline Smith is a ceramicist and wants to make us some matching art lust mugs, which I'm oh, it's about. you know what it is. It's somebody who I always talk to on. I think it's somebody who I always talk to on live. Madeline, are you the person that I always talk to on live? There you go. Um, so sweet. She's like, uh, I will need to check rates to Australia. I'm like, oh, don't worry about that. I left. <laughs> Can send it all to the US. Um, but like how incredibly sweet that someone wants to pay for postage to Australia. That's so expensive, guys. Don't do that. That's like 30 bucks. Don't do that. <laughs> Way too expensive. Um, but yeah, I would, I think that's really sweet. And I, that's very kind. Very, very blessed. So that we don't have to hold out there. Uh, an IKEA mug in a future episode. And I don't think they're slipcast. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I have to tell you, my husband had a slipcast mug from a <clears throat> local artist named Bill Brayard, who's really, oh. really talented. And it still breaks my heart that um, it um, something went awry. Maybe the uh. handle finally broke, and he had it forever. It was his mug. He uh. loved it. Everything has a lifespan, though, you know? I know. But, I mean, being slipcast is not lesser. That's true. That's true. That's I true. agree. I agree. Right. Bye, everyone. Uh, bye, friends. I love how we went over anyway. <laughs> <I know. laughs> no, just, like, never going to be 24 minutes. I'm sorry. It's never going to happen. <laughs>